السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم اما بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللهم انفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما All praise is due to Almighty Allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of this universe peace blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam oh Allah we beseech thee to increase us in our knowledge and to protect us from the deception of the satan and the evil of our souls amen ya rabbal alamin we continue with our lesson on the hadith and sayings of nabi muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam when we study the seerah and biography of nabi alayhi salatu salam we know that he buried sayyida khadija radhiyallahu ta'ala anha when he was 25 years old and she was 40 And thereafter, Nabi alayhi salatu salam stayed with her for more than 25 years. And this marriage bore six children, four daughters and two sons. The four daughters, Sayyida Zainab, Sayyida Umm Kulthum, Sayyida Ruqayya, Sayyida Fatima radiyallahu anhun. And the two sons were Qasim and Abdullah. Abdullah was known as Tayyib and Tahir. Then when Nabi alayhi salatu salam was more than 50 years old, 50, 51 years old, around there, Nabi alayhi salatu salam's beloved consort and wife, Sayyida Khadija radiallahu ta'ala anha passed away. Now in this case here we find that Nabi sallallahu alayhi salam was so sad. And just a few days after that we find Abu Talib or Nabi sallallahu alayhi salam's uncle also passed away. He did not embrace Islam but he was always there to protect and defend Nabi alayhi salatu salam. So when a person reaches that stage, sometimes you are so sad. Therefore, this year when Nabi alayhi salatu salam was in 51 years old, in our Islamic terminology is called Amul Huzan, the year of sadness and grief, because Nabi alayhi salatu salam was so sad. But on the other side, Nabi alayhi salatu salam was, is, will always be the most precious, the most beloved to Almighty Allah. Almighty Allah took Nabi alayhi salatu salam for that great nocturnal miraculous journey, which we call al-Isra wal-Mi'raj. Remember this journey, Almighty Allah speaks of it in the Noble Quran and in the Ahadith works, every Ahadith kitab, Bukhari, Muslim, Abu Dawood, Tirmidhi, Nasai, Ibn Majah, Muhtam, Malik, Mustafa, Ahmed, all the famous Hadith works directly or indirectly in detail or in, you know, summarized form, they make mention of this miraculous journey of Nabi alayhi salatu salam. Almighty Allah Azawajalla in the beginning of the 15th Jews, that is Subhanallah, the beginning of Surah Bani Israel, Surah Isra, Almighty Allah Azawajalla speaks of it. Subhanallah, yasrabi abdihi, everlasting glory be to Almighty Allah, who took his servant at night, laylam min al-majjid al-haram ila al-majjid al-aqsa, from Majjid al-haram, the Haram Sharif, there in Makkah Mukarrama, to Majjid al-aqsa, الَّذِي بَارَكْنَا حَوْلَهُ لِنُرِيَهُ مِنْ آيَاتِنَا 
And remember that Masjid Al-Aqsa in Jerusalem, there in Palestine, Almighty Allah says we put barakah in its precincts around it there to show them the signs of Almighty Allah Azza So the first part of the journey, we came to know when this journey took place, where it started in Makkah Mukarramah. From there to Masjid Al-Aqsa is known as Isra. From there to the seven heavens and beyond, that is Mi'raj to ascend. And then Nabi alayhi salam went further as well. And there the mukalama, the muhadatha, dialogue and speech took place between Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla and Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So that is what we the Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah believe. It was a miraculous journey. It was physical and bodily, not a dream or a vision. It was in the state of awakeness. So all that happened to Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, and I gave you the references as well. Many, many lessons must be learned here. Let us take the hadith of Anas bin Malik radiallahu ta'ala and mention in Bukhari and Muslim. Anna Nabiya sallallahu alayhi sallam haddathaw man laylatin usriya bihi. Nabi sallallahu alayhi spoke to the sahabas about that night when he traveled at night. Bainama ana inna anafil hatim. Whilst I was there in the hatim, hatim that semicircle, the hijra Ismail is called Mustaji and I was leaning down there, lying down. Is atani atin the angels came for shakkama baina hadhi ila hadhi, and then they opened the portion here by my chest. So there they took out Nabi alayhi salatu salam Mubarak heart and his blessed heart. And then I was brought to a tustin minzab, that a tray of gold mamlu'a. It was filled with iman and wisdom and all that. So my heart was washed with the zamzam water. So this was already the first heart transplant. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa heart mubarak taken out and then washed with the zamzam water and then filled with iman and hikmah and wisdom. So conviction, iman and hikmah and wisdom. Then I was brought Dun al-Baghli wa Fawq al-Himar. The animal Mubarak which was given to Nabi Salam in size was bigger than a donkey and smaller than a mule. And it was whitish in color. It was called Burak. Burak, it's moved at the speed of lightning. So it means that it is moving so fast. Then Nabi Salam says that we were taken to Masjid al-Aqsa. We read Salat there. From there we went to the heavens. Remember why did Nabi alayhi salam perform salat there to show he was and is will always be Imamul Anbiya, the Imam and the greatest of all prophets and messengers, and the message of every Nabi is the same as well. Thereafter, when Jibreel alayhi salam took me to the first heaven, and then we knocked and he said, Banaada qala Jibreel. It was said, Jibreel alayhi salam, Kila mamma aku is what you call a Muhammad sallallahu alayhi salam. So who was this first person they met? Faiza fiha Adam. In the first heaven they met Nabi Adam alayhi salatu salam and he made salam, they greeted everything. Thereafter Nabi alayhi salam, Jibreel alayhi salam went up to the second heaven. There they met Nabi Isa alayhi salatu salam. But Isa alayhi salatu salam was Yahya alayhi salam, the nephew of Nabi Isa alayhi salatu salam. And if you study the Christians, they say John the Baptist. So remember that Isa salam with Yahya salam were in the second heaven. And there they met Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Thereafter Nabi alayhi salatu salam went to the third heaven. 
And then Nabi alayhi salatu salam again, who is there knocking? This is Jibreel. Who is with you? Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi salam. So here was Yusuf alayhi salatu salam. So on the third heaven, Nabi Yusuf alayhi salatu salam, the one who was made the most handsome of all Mighty Allah's creation, he was given half the beauty. And then the fourth heaven, Nabi sallallahu alayhi salam and Jibreel alayhi salam went up. And there they met Nabi Idris alayhi salatu salam. What was called fil kitab Idris? Inna ukana siddiqan nabiya wa rafa'anahu makanan aliya. Almighty Allah took him up to a high, high place and there's the fourth heaven. Then again the salam and greetings took place and then Nabi alayhi salam went up to the fifth heaven and when they went to the fifth heaven so they met Harun alayhi salatu salam. So Nabi Harun alayhi salam. When they went to the sixth heaven, there Nabi alayhi salam met Nabi Musa alayhi salatu salam. And Musa alayhi salatu salam, the dark looking Nabi. And remember, he spoke to Nabi alayhi salatu salam. And when Nabi alayhi salam passed, so he started crying. Musa alayhi salam crying, Mayub kika. So they asked him, Why you cry? That I cry because a youngster, meaning comparatively to me, is young. Nabi alayhi salam was sent after me, Yadukhulul Jannah min ummatihi. So, so many people will enter Jannah after, if from his ummah, more than what will enter Jannah from my ummah. And that is why he was crying, Nabi Musa alayhi salam. Then Nabi alayhi salam went to the seventh heaven. And there he met Nabi Ibrahim Khalilullah alayhi salatu salam. And Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salatu salam told Nabi alayhi salatu salam that give the salam to your ummah as well. So mur ummataka bi salam that give them the salam. So we say wa alayka salam wa alayhi salam. We greet Nabi sallallahu alayhi salam and we greet Ibrahim Khalilullah alayhi salatu salam. Then I was taken above the seven heaven to Sidratul Muntaha. And that is where all the laws which Almighty Allah gives the angels, it comes down there. And the angels, they give it to the angels from the ground. So there Almighty Allah Azawajalla gave. And there there are four streams. Naharani Batinan wa Naharani Zahiran. What are the four streams? Ammal Batinan. The two streams that are hidden are in Jannah. And the Zahir ones, the one you can see, Anilu wal Furat. The river Nile in Egypt and the Furat Euphrates River there in Iraq. It's ironical, but the Jewish state, the Zionist rogue state of Israel says that this is Eretz Israel, the greater Israel. And you will see their flag shows that. That is from the Euphrates to River Nile. Then I was taken to Beit Ma'amur. That is where the angels make tawaf. And after they make one time tawaf, they don't get a chance again. So imagine all this were given. Then Nabi alayhi salatu salam was given the gift of salat, 50 salat. When I came down, I met Musa alayhi salam and he asked him, what is what, you, what did you receive? He said 50 salat. Musa alayhi salam said, Inna ummataka la tastati'u khamsina salat kulla yawmin. That the salat kulli yawmin, that every day to read 50 salat, your ummah will never be able to do it. And I know, I tried the Bani Israel. Go back and ask Allah for taqfif. So Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla made it less from 50, 45, 45, 40 and came down, down 10, then till 5. So every time Musa alayhi salatu salam saying your ummah will not be able to do it. For rajatu ila Musa faqala bima umirt. So he asked me how much they've been commanded. Kul to umirt to be khamsi salawat in kulla yawmin. That five salats every day they must read. Qala inna ummataka la tatati'u khamsi salawat in kulla yawm. Your ummah will not be able to manage also the five salat. 
wa inni nas I have already experienced the people and the Bani Israel. So go to your Allah and ask him for taqfif and discount. So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Sa'altu Rabbi. I asked my Allah so many times, so many times, Hattas tahyeet, so much so I feel ashamed and shy. Walakin arda. But now I'm happy with five. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Dead was to nada munadin. The announcer made the announcement, the angel, I'm day to faridati. That I have completed my furs on my servant. to anibadi. I have given them the discount. For you, you read five, but you get the reward of fifty because the Quran says, Manja abil hasanati falaw ashram thaliha. So it shows this was a nocturnal, miraculous journey Nabi alayhi salatu salam undertook. And remember, there are many, many things for us to learn here. Number one is that animal. Mubarak animal which Nabi alayhi salatu salam used which is called the Buraq. Today when you go to Majidul Aqsa and you ask the Palestinians Jidarul Buraq, the inside of the wall is part of the masjid, the outside of the wall was usurped and taken by the Jews and they call it Al-Haytul Mabki, the western wall, the wailing wall. Remember that wall is Jidarul Buraq where Nabi Wasallam fastened it and that is the greatness of that place there. Thereafter, Nabi alayhi salatu salam went and met the Anbiya, Prophets and Messengers alayhi salatu salam and thereafter the gifts were given. Three gifts were given to Nabi sallallahu alayhi One was the gift of salat. One was the gift of ending of Surah Baqarah. Amana Rasul the ending of the Surah. And the third one is glad tidings to every person who dies with Iman. Then he or she will go to Jannah inshallah with the mercy of Almighty Allah. So these are great, great lessons for all of us. Then Nabi alayhi salatu salam's hadith, that Nabi alayhi salatu salam went to Jannah and Jahannam and he saw the bounties that Almighty Allah kept in store and Almighty Allah gave the punishment and the angels punished those people who committed kufr, shir, committed zina, fornication, adultery, committed this crime, that crime. Remember, this is Alam Mithali, the example is given, although the day of Qiyamah is still going to come. So me and you as Alu Sunnah wal Jama'ah believe that this was a physical journey in the state of awakeness and not just a dream. When Nabi alayhi salatu salam came back and Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq believed Nabi alayhi salam فَسَمَّاهُ صِدِّيقًا Nabi sallallahu called him Siddiq, the one who stood full. Abu Jahl and his cronies, they all laughed and mocked and scoffed at Nabi sallallahu alayhi sallam. And this is mentioned in Bukhari and Muslim. And Jabirin radiallahu and Jabir radiallahu says, Annahu samiya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi sallam yaqul that Nabi sallallahu alayhi sallam says, Lamma kathabani Quraysh, when the Quraysh rejected me, they said, how can you go to Palestine and come back that also in a portion of the night? Kumtu fil hijar, I stood there in hijar Ismail in the Hatim, fajallallahu li baytul maqdas, that Almighty Allah made baytul muqaddas, baytul maqdis, he made it clear for me. I'm in Makkah, but I could see it. Fatafiqtu ikhbiruhum, fatafiqtu ukhbiruhum, and I started informing them an ayatihi about the various, various signs of Majlul Aqsa. وَأَنذُرُ إِلَيْهِ As though as I'm seeing it with my own naked eyes. The hadith mentioned in Bukhari Sharif and Muslim Sharif. So that is the belief that Nabi alayhi salatu salam went there himself. In the state of awakeness and physically and bodily, it was not a dream or a vision. Now the lessons we have to learn, Ummat al-Muslimah regarding the date, 
This week, Wednesday, here in South Africa, some places, Tuesday night, tomorrow. Therefore, I said, let me study the hadith, give the hadith today. Because some places, 27th, will be on Wednesday. Some places, Thursday. Here in South Africa, it will be Wednesday night and Thursday. But in the Arab countries, it will be Tuesday night and Wednesday. So we should understand the importance of Salat. Every law which all might Allah made compulsory became compulsory here on the land, on the sand, on the ground. But for Salat, all might Allah summoned and commissioned Nabi alayhi salam, you come to me, O Ya Rasul Allah. This will elevate Nabi alayhi salam. This will elevate the rank of Salat itself. Why is Salat so important? Almighty Allah teaches us, وَاسْتَعِينُوا بِالصَّبْرِ salat. Seek divine assistance with patience and endurance and with Salat and prayer. Then Almighty Allah says, إِنَّ الصَّلَاةَ تَنْهَا عَنِ الْفَحْشَاءِ وَالْمُنْكَرِ Verily the Salat, it proverbs عَنِ الْفَحْشَاءِ from obscene, lewd, indecent speech and actions, وَالْمُنْكَرِ and forms of injustice. When you see a person regular punctual with his salat, you will find the other aspects of religion also coming alive. Whether it is fasting, zakat, hijab, all that for the ladies. When you find a person who is paying zakat, fasting, maybe he will not be so particular of other things of Islam. So this is the greatness and the impact which Almighty Allah has given salat. The only way me and you can come closer to Almighty Allah is through Salat. It is the link, the connection between the slave and Almighty Allah Azza Regarding the date, remember that 27 Rajab, many parts of the world, ulama and imam, sheikhs, they give lectures. It is permissible. But we cannot say 100% it happened because among the historians, the difference of opinion, some say Rajab, some give other dates as well. Although the famous one is 27 Rajab, and if you are in Palestine, then this is one night they keep the Haram Sharif. They keep Majlul Aqsa open the whole night, and then they read, and they make dua, and zikr, and a lot of activities go on the whole night almost, there at Majlul Aqsa. Remember that here we have a political connotation is this, that today this very Majlul Aqsa, our first Qibla, Jerusalem, Palestine is all under occupation. That you will find that the Hawidul Quds, the Zionist apartheid regime is trying to give it the Jewish identity and Jewish character. The more and more signs of Arabs and Islam and Muslims, all that are trying, they're trying to eliminate it and trying to remove it slowly, slowly. And increase the population of the Jews in Jerusalem. And you know the open policy that people who are Jews from other countries can settle. But the real people who Palestine belongs to, the Arabs, the Muslims, they cannot settle in Palestine. And they have crazy, crazy laws for them so that they don't come back and then they usurp their lands and so forth. The right of return. So these are great issues. So the Ma'raj, remember, is not only to do with Salat. It has a political connotation as well. Next important issue we must remember is that the Palestinian issue is not an Arab-Israeli issue. It's a Muslim and Zionist issue. So me and you don't say every Jew is guilty. We say the Zionists are guilty because they are the ones who are expanding with their illegal occupation. And they will definitely come when all might Allah would humiliate and disgrace them and return Palestine and Jerusalem to its former glory. 
When you go there to Palestine, next to Majlul Aqsa, you will find Sahabas buried there, Shaddad bin Aws, Ubadah bin Samit radiallahu an, Anbiya alayhi buried there, Nabi Dawood, Nabi Sulaiman alayhi So it shows what a Mubarak blessed land it is. Great, great ulama and awliyaullah went there. Imam Ghazali rahimahullah went there, wrote his books there as well. So it shows that this is a land we should make special dua today, tomorrow, every day. Allah maharrir al-majil al-aqsa min al-yahud al-ghasibin. O Almighty Allah, liberate majil al-aqsa from the Yahud and that is the Jewish usurpers who usurped the land and occupied it. Likewise, Allah ma'alaika bil Yahudi zalimin. O Almighty Allah, destroy the enemy who are the zalims. So wherever, whichever part of the world they are. But when we make these du'as, then remember it should be done with feeling and fervor, not just reading it with this, you know, going through the routine and motions. Likewise, many people think that 27 Rajab we should fast. Remember, fasting is not a sunnah. But this year, year 27 Rajab in South Africa is Thursday. So if you fast with the intention of Thursday, that's fine. But don't make intention of fasting for 27 Rajab. In time of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu anh, he used to walk around and when he used to find people fasting, Zabardasti, what they call in Urdu, by force, he used to make them break their fast. So it shows this is hukuk and hudud. Islam is teaching us the rights and is showing us the limits as well. So if a person fasts, make intention of Thursday, but not of 27 Rajab, so then you can keep qada fast, whatever fast you want to, nafil fast, it's fine. Another issue is what should be done on Wednesday night. Remember that you can listen to the ulama speaking about the importance of Majlul Aqsa, of Salat and so forth and so on. Likewise, we should turn more and more to Allah. Allah mabarik lana fi Rajab al-Shaban. O Almighty Allah, give us barakah in Rajab al-Shaban. That our iman increases, our ikhlas and sincerity, and all the good deeds, and we stay away from vices and sin. Today, the ummah does not know what it means to stay away from sin, because sin has become so glorified, sin has become so acceptable, so we become desensitized, and we feel that not everybody is doing it. That does not legalize it, nor does it justify it. We should be very, very careful about this. And we should make dua for the mujahideen in Palestine, Iraq, Afghanistan, and all parts of the world that Almighty Allah Azza grants them victory against the enemy. Make dua for Masjid al-Aqsa, the mujahideen, and all the eight time and offense. Wa akhir da'wana, and alhamdulillah.